You're listening to the Sioux Falls Startup Stories Podcast. On this episode of the Sioux Falls Startup Stories, we'll be talking with Adam Huber of Adam Huber's Detailing. I'm personally excited about this one because Adam is a huge influencer in the entrepreneurial community here in Sioux Falls. It's likely you've heard of Adam or his business around the area, but if not, you probably will. Adam is the definition of a hustler and a grinder. He's also wicked smart, and he knows when to put his nose down and get to work. I wanted to start by diving into his history. Adam always hasn't been a detailer. For about five years, I was a diesel mechanic. So I worked on tractors, um, farm equipment, semis, um, construction equipment, stuff like that. I've kind of been detailing cars on and off since I was 16. Uh, My dad uh, one day saw me cleaning up my, I had an 89 Bronco 2 that I got cleaned up really well. And he told me, well, you know, you should be doing this on the side to, uh, as a part-time job or whatever. And so I did for a summer just to earn some extra cash. Adam has been into detailing since his teen years, but going from an adolescent high school side gig to a full-time detailing business owner, that's quite a big leap. As an employee, I really sucked. Um, and I also had really terrible management that I, that I had to deal with. Um, and so, uh, when detailing, when I started detailing in May of 2015 as a part-time job, uh, it took off. Like I was doing 40 hours a week at my full-time job and doing 40 hours a week doing detailing every single day at five o'clock. I would just load up my stuff, go to someone's house, detail their car. And then on the weekends I would just pull full, oh, I would work all weekend doing detailing cars. And once I saw the light that I think that I could do this on my own, me and the wife, we decided to move down to Sioux Falls in October 2015 and decided to go full-time with it. So it must have been kind of scary at this point. You're going to uproot everything you know, change towns, and just go make a run at this detailing business. Did you have a, a family or kids at that time? Oh, yeah. So that was actually um, something I kind of glazed over. So October 2015, we're going to move down to Sioux Falls. We're all excited because our, our family is down here. We're buying our first like actual real house. So we had a trailer, a brand new trailer. It was a decent, you know, first time place to live. Um, so we're buying our first house. We're going to be starting a business. And then a week before we moved down, the wife tells me that she's pregnant with our first kid. So like we just kind of, we just got it all out of the way all at once, right? Yeah. So the news that Adam happens to glaze over is that a week before their move, he finds out that him and his wife are expecting their firstborn child. Starting a business is scary enough, but to do so with a baby on the way, that's got to make someone think twice, right? No, to me it wasn't. Um, From the get-go, I had quite a bit of a cushion, and um, I'm not afraid to admit that my wife, she makes a pretty decent wage. Um, It's not enough to support the entire family, like I have to kick in, you know, a little bit. And so I have to make sure that I make money. But I knew at any point in time, all I had to do was just roll my toolbox into a shop, fill out my application, I'd have a job, period. That's just the way you go to any mechanic shop in Sioux Falls, a diesel mechanic shops, and they're gonna be like, yeah, we, we need people, right. period. So I had that safety net. But once I had the, the feeling of freedom working for myself, it was absolutely not going to go back to turning wrenches, period. So with basically everything on the line, Adam packed up his wife and his unborn baby and moved to Sioux Falls. With his work ethic, his drive, and his determination, his business was certainly set up for success. 
Oh, no, it went terrible the first winter. <laughs> <laughs> it went really bad. Um, I've kind of done competitive sports my whole life, team sports and stuff like that. I played baseball my entire life. Um, I played football, um, golf. I was pretty decent at golf at one point in time in my life. And um, what was interesting was, so when we went to move down to Sioux Falls, I got on Sioux, Sioux Falls Online Rummage and a couple of the other rummage sale groups and said, hey, you know, my name's Adam Huber. I'm coming down, I'm a, get a, I'm a mobile detailing service. Um, I would love to set up some jobs before I come down um, to get the ball kind of rolling. Um, let me know if you're interested in, um, in doing something. Well, um, there was only from the little bit of market research, quote unquote, <laughs> that I did before I came down here, was, there was really only one other shop that was doing kind of the same work that I was. And this, uh, this individual had a whole bunch of his friends go on there and say, your work is shit, you don't know what you're doing, you'll be, um, how dare you come here and try to blow this guy's work out of the water, you know, just all this stuff. And um, I talked to the guy and I said, hey man, you know, like, there's 280,000 people in Sioux Falls, like, <laughs> there's more than enough work to go around. And um, basically kind of just told me to shove it. And so I said, okay, well, that's a mistake because as a competitive person, I was like, I'm going to bury you, period. And um, so that was my motivation and the fact that I just, once I really get onto something, it's, it's a no, it's a no stop mentality. Like, uh, I'm just going to keep doing it, period. Success can be really hard to define for anyone starting a business. So it helps to start out with some sort of plan and know what needs to happen so you can measure against it but also stay pretty flexible in case things don't always go your way. I think, uh, so I think I defined it like January 1 of 2016, I said that I would like to make enough money gross what I made working for someone else. I, I thought that would be a pretty good goal. Um, just to give you an idea, I was, I was making about $35,000 as a mechanic, which is also a pitifully low wage. Um, and so I, that's what I shot for, and I ended up succeeding in um, actually beating that goal um, my first year of business. But honestly, all I really cared about was that I brought enough home to um, do the bare minimum, uh, pay for the bare minimum in the house. Like uh, I think that first year, all we were really concerned about was me cash flowing Benjamin's daycare, and that was that was about it. And so that was that was my first goal. And even my second year was really just. Um, this year was my goal is to do 55k, and that's it. Like success to me doesn't. I don't have set and defined goals. You know, I'd like to hit these numbers, but let's just go from there. Cash flowing a business is one of the hardest challenges for any entrepreneur. It's honestly the thing that scares me the most. But this part of the conversation is what makes me look up to Adam. One of the best ways. It doesn't seem to bother him a bit. So the, what's, what ends up being the difficult part for me is, and I've, I'm sure every entrepreneur uh, deals with this, is um, I, I love my wife. She's an amazing person and she really keeps me grounded because if I didn't have her off to the side holding me back on some of the things that I wanna go off and do, man, it would look, it would look totally different, but. Wait. Did he just throw his wife under the bus? Jessica, if you're listening, Adam loves you. It's not his fault, he's just a man. So um, 
I need I needed to come back to where what was what's the thing that's really holding me back? What's the thing that's that's not allowing me to just take big leaps and either fail big or just uh, reap the benefits of going for it, right? And that thing for me in my particular life is um, my wife. She's a very conservative person. She's a CPA. If if she can't work it out in a spreadsheet and it doesn't come out in the black, she will literally tell you, I, t- this is stupid. Why are we even doing this? And she, she just doesn't have the, I don't know, the sixth sense that the gut feeling that ent- um, a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs have, like, it just feels right to go for it. And I could feel myself having that feeling of, I can make this work. I just need, I just need the runway to do it. And that's it. And so what I did was, um, um, Jess, she doesn't have any ownership in the company whatsoever. So I set her up on the payroll as an employee. And she already does a ton of work for the business. She uh, answers messages and does some of the scheduling, helps out now with the employee um, schedules and stuff like that. So she does a lot of it. So she fully earns a paycheck from the business and what we did was we just figured out what we needed every week from the business and I set her up on a payroll and now I just told her this is what we get from the business this is what you that's what you need to worry about everything else in the business you just let you just need to let me worry about it and all this other money over here you just let me figure it out and I told her straight up I said you're gonna get really uncomfortable over the next six months um, or over the next year you just need to allow me and trust me to just do it. I said, I might fail, but guess what? Like we need to go for this because it's time to do it. And so, but there's gonna be a large amount. This is the first time that um, the business will actually go into a significant amount of debt um, in order to get the shop set up the way that needs to be set up. Today's podcast is brought to you by Web Laboratory. The average business owner spends up to 100 hours putting together their company website. Imagine 100 hours of new sales, new product research, customer experience, and even 100 hours of Netflix. The possibilities are endless, but even more frustrating than the time that goes into building a website is the frustration of not converting your visitors to customers. Web Laboratory meets the needs of small business owners to provide an easy, affordable, custom solution for your website. We listen to your needs and evaluate your budget to find a solution that works for you. Now you can get back to what you really want to do, which is run your business. Or watch Netflix if that's your thing. Visit us online, weblaboratory.us. Yeah, we know it's not a .com. Weblaboratory.us. Find us on Facebook at We Are Web Laboratory. Taking your business into debt is a big deal, and not one any business owner should take lightly. I can't help but wonder if Adam ever doubts himself. I mean, you can feel the energy and the excitement come off this guy. He isn't afraid to take big risks and do what's needed to get things done. I hired uh, three three more part-time people. So I have um, Brayden, who has been helping me all this last summer. And he was helping me doing mobile details. uh, And I won't really get into the inefficiencies of that. But I hired in three other um, part-time people. And... That right now has me like, wow, like, okay, I've got these people that I'm gonna have to have payroll, like somehow cash flow payroll for them every single week. And, you know, how are we gonna do this? Like, I, I'm not freaking out. I'm just trying to, because the minute you start like 
um, bunching up and constricting yourself and like getting all freaked out and worried is the moment you start going into survival mode and you just don't think right. Yeah. Um, so I just basically am like, okay, let's just try this and throw it at the wall, see if it sticks and let's just go from there. Sometimes working in a business you own sucks. It takes long hours, frustrating moments of figuring things out for yourself. But what sets the winners apart from the failures is their inability to quit or to give up, even when it's hard. If you don't follow Adam Huber's detailing on Snapchat or Instagram, you're going to want to. He's constantly posting and sharing about the cars that he's detailing, but he also shares about the struggles that come with it. Uh, there's definitely some points where I was like, oh, that, this, really this really blows. Um, when I very first started doing it, I was like, okay, you've never done this before. You know, how are you going to pull this off? And honestly, it's just learning. Like, you just have to get behind the, the polisher or the buffer, as a lot of people call it. Um, you just have to get behind it and just, and just do it. And you learn things and you get your, you get your ass kicked, like, period. Like, um, there's been a couple of, um, there's been a couple of details in the last month that took me four days to do. Like, four 12-hour days just grinding away at it, trying to get it figured out and dialed in, and that's just what you have to do. I don't think anybody who's had a significant business or has had um, <laughs> um, a great business success, I don't think any one of them should be able to sit there and tell you, no, I just worked eight hours every day and you know, got it to work out, and there's never a, I never had to like try and figure something out, and I didn't have to stay up late or anything like that. Like, I'd love to meet that person. Anyone who has started a business knows the effort and sacrifice it takes at home to achieve success. Adam spends a long time in the shop, away from his wife and his young son. It can be hard to keep the balance. You really just have to audit your own life yeah. and see what you're comfortable with. And um, you, can, you can, one of the greatest reasons why we own our own businesses is because we get to do what we want to do. You take the advice of other people which is always a good thing, always be open to take advice from other people. Take it, register it in your brain, think about if that's good enough, if that's what you want to do, and then either do it or don't. Yeah. Um, but if you want to, if you're, one of your absolutely cannot be questioned things is, you have to spend four hours with your family, then spend four hours with your family. You might have to get creative about how that four hours works, but that's, that's, that's you and that's your deal period. Don't let other people say, oh, well, you've got to work till eight or nine o'clock every night in order to make the business work. Well, that's not true. That may be true for him. It's not true for you. Starting a car detailing service seems like a pretty straightforward business to get into. And for the most part, it is. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't share the same challenges as any other business. Probably the biggest challenge um, has been, is, and probably always will be, is you have to think differently um, almost all the time. You have to put yourself in a place of, okay, um, how do I say this to someone else that's not necessarily, is either looking for a service like mine or maybe doesn't even realize they want a service like mine? How do I put the message out there that says, oh, wow, yeah, I wanna go with this guy. Um, and like, you just have to think completely different. Um, you have to rewire your brain 
to think like a, a business owner. Um, that's probably been the most difficult, but yet the funnest time that I've had in the business. Um, I am super passionate about the marketing end of um, my business. I love just trying something out marketing-wise, seeing if it works, and then going from there. You know, again, just throwing something at the wall, seeing if it sticks, type of deal. Um, that's probably that's probably the one part that is going to separate an employee from a small business owner. Um, Braden, um, he's a 19-year-old kid that was helping me out uh, doing mobile details in the summertime. And so he got to where, you know, we got a good system down and we were clicking along and everything like that. Well, one day we're sitting at Zeal and I'm trying to do some business stuff, um, some back-end stuff is what I call it. And he's just kind of sitting there and he's like, you know, is there, is, is there anything that I can do? Like, is there something you want me to do? And I kind of thought to myself, he's going to school to get a business degree, right? So I said, you know what, this might be a good teachable moment. So I said, yeah, actually I, I do have an idea of something that you can do. How would you like to run my Instagram account, the business Instagram account? And you could just see his eyes just get wide and he's like, what, are you serious? And I said, well, yeah, I mean, this, and I, I told him I, right off the bat, I said, this is the most important part of the business and it's not even close. I don't care how good you are at detailing a car, if you can't, if you're not a good marketer, and you're not a good salesman first, guess what? You're gonna go out of business real fast, yeah. period. Because if people don't see what you're doing, and then you can't sell them on what you're doing, then you're not gonna detail their car. And so I walked through him and told him kind of like some Instagram strategies, and told him, here's a login, here's a password, go crazy. And he just took it and ran with it. Adam shared some really good insight about starting a business. It's rocky and sometimes it sucks, but it's so worth it. Adam is often up for meeting with other entrepreneurs or those who are thinking about going into business for themselves. He is passionate not just about what he does, but how he does it, and more importantly, why. If you'd like to find Adam, look up Adam Huber's detailing on Facebook and Instagram. He's also active on Snapchat, so look for him there as well. I was crying and I'm like, honey, I don't think I can make payroll this Friday. And next week, we'll be chatting with the Sioux Falls 2018 mayoral candidate, Paul Tenhagen. And we got to a point where, you know, we didn't have cash to buy phones to make payroll.